No name like that name. Amen? Amen. If you have your Bible, want to stand with me and turn to Deuteronomy chapter 33. Let me tell you where we are. We're going to be talking about a promise that God made. This section of Deuteronomy is, scholars call it the second giving of the law. It is a, a time at the end of the life of Moses when he gathers the children of Israel together and he pronounces over them the law of God and and then he pronounces blessings upon each tribe individually. And I'm going to focus this this morning on one of those blessings that was pronounced over the tribe. It's the tribe of Asher. And, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about Asher and all that happened to that tribe. I just want to key in on this singular promise that was made. Because a promise to Israel is a promise to the church. Amen? Amen. Let me try that again. Amen? Amen. Some of y'all feel like or sound like you're about as tired and wore out as I am. It's been a long week, been a long day. I know a God that's able to bless and minister. Amen. Would you open your heart and let him do that? Deuteronomy chapter 33, beginning in verse 24. And of Asher, he said, let Asher be blessed with children. Let him be acceptable to his brethren and let him dip his foot in oil. Thy shoes shall be iron and brass. In the last half of verse 25 is where I want to focus today. And as thy days, so shall thy strength be. As thy days, so shall thy strength be. I want to preach for just a few moments from a very simple subject. Strength for the day. Strength for the day for the day. Would you pray with me, Lord Jesus? I love you. I thank you for your anointing. I thank you for the power of your presence that I feel in this house on a Sunday morning. And I'm asking the next few moments, Lord, you move this feeble messenger out of the way, Lord, and you allow the anointing of the Holy Ghost just to flow through this place, Lord. You've spoken a word, and I believe that word has power and impact upon every heart and every life. And I'm asking in the name of Jesus that over the next few moments you would do what only you can do, God. And I give you all the glory and the honor and the praise. In Jesus' name, would you say amen? Amen. You may be seated. On May the 10th, 1940, in the dark and hopeless days of World War II, Winston Churchill became Prime Minister of England. A few days later, on May the 13th, he met his cabinet with these provocative words. He said, I have nothing to offer but blood, toil, tears, and sweat. He went on to tell them that together they faced an ordeal of the most grievous kind, that many, many months of struggling and suffering were before them. Yet he urged them to fight with all their might, with all the strength that God had given them, and he urged them diligently to strive for victory at all cost. Victory, however long and hard the road may be. For he declared, without victory there is no survival. 
I wish I could stand before you on this Sunday morning and tell you that life will always be easy. I wish I could tell you that you'll never walk through dark valleys, uh, that you'll never face the terror by night uh, or storms by day, that no foe will ever oppose you, that no enemy will ever stalk you, that nothing will ever hinder you on your journey to heaven. But I'm here to tell you that's simply not the case. Uh, I have nothing to offer you but blood, toil, tears, and sweat. Uh, Our common destination this morning is heaven, but I must tell you that in between this place and that, uh, there are many days of struggle and toil ahead. Uh, You have an enemy like a roaring lion uh, marching to and fro, uh, seeking whom he may devour. Uh, Your soul is the object of his pursuit, uh, and there are going to be days ahead uh, when it will seem like all of hell has been turned loose uh, against you. You're in the battle for your life. Uh, And without victory, uh, there is no life. Uh, Without victory, uh, there is no power to overcome. Without victory, amen, we fall by the wayside. An enemy is going to come against you and he will try to overwhelm you with discouragement. He will try to attack you in your weakness. He will try to cause you to question the goodness of God. In the land of the living. Boy, there for a minute sounded like God. I wish I could tell you that, that it won't be that way. That by walking with God, you can avoid the toll and the strife that is common to all of humanity. That your status as a child of God, as a Holy Ghost filled believer, grants you an opportunity to sidestep the the pain and the hardship and the toil of this life. Uh, But I'm here to tell you on a Sunday morning that simply isn't true. Uh, The Bible said it best. uh, Your days are going to be short uh, and full of trouble. Uh, Your enemy will oppose you at every turn. Uh, Now, don't don't get me wrong. I'm not just a prophet of doom. Uh, There'll be moments of sunshine. You'll stand on mountaintops in victory, but there will always be ahead of you another valley to go through, another storm to endure, another giant to conquer. But in the midst of those harsh realities, I come to you this morning with a promise from the throne of God. God has promised that he will give you strength to match your days. Strength to match the day that you find yourself in. Think about it for a minute. I have lived 45, just a little bit over 45 years. To be precise, I've lived exactly 16,481 days, given that I make it through this day. And many of those days have been good days, but some of those days have been bad days. Many of them have been normal and completely forgettable days. There are a lot of those 16,000 days that no longer exist in the catalog of my memory. But there are some of them that have been uniquely unforgettable. Uh, Those days when everything changed. Uh, Those days whenever trial and tragedy struck. Uh, It seems like you never remember the good days and the normal days uh, and the days when everything went well. But it's when tragedy comes home uh, that you remember the day. It's whenever struggle and 
when strife happens. Now, I know you'll never forget the birth of your children, uh, and you'll never forget those joyful moments like when you stood in the altar and said, I do. Uh, but when you begin to catalog the days that you've lived, uh, amen, some of them are good, uh, and some of them are bad. Some of them were, were joyful, and some of them were sorrowful. Uh, and there are days that were marked by celebration, but there are days that were marked by tears. Days of peace and solitude. Days of celebration and accomplishment. Days when it seemed like everything was going my way. But there also have been days of storms and trials. Days of tears and tragedies. Days of toil and pain that nearly overwhelmed me. That is the unfortunate truth about life. We will all encounter a diversity of days because that is the human condition. That is what we will endure. We inherited that from Adam. Amen. There are going to be highs. There are going to be lows. There are going to be victories. There are going to be defeats. There will be laughter and there will be sorrow. And the promise of God is not that all of your days will be uniquely good. The promise of God is not that the sun will shine on all of your days. The promise of God is not that there will be laughter and goodness uh, in every one of your days. Uh, the promise of God is not uh, that all of your days are going to be filled with smiles all around. Uh, the promise of God is uh, that no matter what the day holds, uh, no matter what the day brings, Brings to you, uh, he will give you strength to match the day. Amen. Amen. As your days are, so shall your strength be. That's a promise I can get a hold of. Amen. Whenever, whenever I know that God's touched me, but I still feel pain, that's a promise I can get a hold of. Amen. When I know he's given us the victory, but I still am in the middle of the battle, that's a promise I can get a hold of. When I believe that better things are ahead, but I find myself struggling to take the next step, that's a promise I can get a hold of. Whatever I face today, whatever confronts me today, whatever I encounter today, he's going to give me strength to match my day. Amen. Amen. That's a promise I can get my teeth into. In Matthew chapter 6, Jesus directed his disciples to take life as it comes, to take it one day at a time. He was reminding them that days make up the fabric of our lives, and no two days are alike. Every day is unique. Every day has its own troubles and challenges and rewards and trials. And every day has its own problems. So he admonished them to focus on the day at hand, not to worry about the days that are ahead and not to dwell on the days that are behind, but to focus instead on the day that they're in. He said in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 34, Take therefore no thought, for the morrow, don't think about tomorrow. For the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Then he gives this instruction. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Jesus said the evil of one day 
is enough for you to deal with. Don't go borrowing trouble from tomorrow. Don't go borrowing trouble from yesterday. The trouble you've got to deal with today, uh, amen, is enough for the day. Just focus on making it through one day at a time. But I come to you this morning with more than just a declaration that your day is going to contain challenges to overcome and enemies to conquer. I come to you with a promise that the strength that God gives you today is sufficient to the day. Amen. The evil may be sufficient to the day, but the strength that he's given you is sufficient to the challenge that the evil presents. I'm here to tell you no evil will arise today that is greater than the strength that God will impart to you today. No difficulty lies ahead that he will not give you the strength to overcome today. There's nothing that you're going to encounter. You don't know what's going to happen in the next hour. You don't know the phone call you might get before this day is over, but I'm here to tell you he knows uh, what the day holds uh, and he's given you the strength to meet the day. Amen? Amen. Whatever this day brings, whatever this day presents to you, his strength is going to be enough for you. Whatever this trial that you're going through does to you today, his strength is going to be enough to sustain you. I'm here to tell somebody in this house uh, on a Sunday morning, it's easy to get caught up uh, in all of the trouble. Uh, it's easy to get captivated uh, by all the struggle. We all come into this place, and, and I would say that collectively we feel the effect uh, of Brother Anderson's medical uh, condition. Uh, collectively, we all walked into this place feeling a a little bit of heaviness uh, in our heart, uh, a little bit of heaviness of uh, uh, the affairs of the day uh, and recognizing the trouble that it represents, the problems that we wish we could fix, uh, that we wish we could take care of, uh, but we know there are long days ahead of recovery. Uh, there's a long, difficult path uh, that lies ahead, uh, but I come into this place to tell somebody in this house uh, that the joy of the Lord uh, is your strength. Uh, amen. It doesn't matter what you're going through. Uh, it doesn't matter what you're facing. It doesn't matter the opposition that comes against you. The joy of the Lord will sustain you. The joy of the Lord will keep you. Amen. I stood at the hospital bed yesterday just after Brother Anderson came to. Been out of it for most of 24 hours. And all of a sudden, his eyes were open, and he was not just looking around, but seeing and recognizing and, and reaching. Remember, he asked, uh, he didn't ask because he couldn't speak, but he grabbed Sister Anderson, and he done this. This means kiss me. <laughs> and so the first thing he done coming out of the stroke was ask for a kiss. And he was cognizant. He was aware. And he was going around, the, like I said, everybody at the bedside and, and making contact with them and letting them know that he was there and that, and that he knew they were there. And then after a few moments, Brother Bruce pulled up that old song, his favorite song, and began to play that Don Johnson song over his phone, laid it there on his chest in the bed. God is so good to me. You know how that song moves, Brother Anderson. He didn't have full cognitive ability yet. But at the moment the song began to play, he shut his eyes and he lifted his hand. 
and began to praise the Lord. And that Gary stood beside him and held that hand up uh, as that song played. And Brother Anderson's eyes were shut, and he, uh, he, he wasn't saying any words. He didn't have any words to say. He doesn't have that ability yet. But he knew when he, he felt the presence of God enter that place. Uh, he knew uh, when he felt the goodness of God uh, overshadow him. Uh, amen. It wasn't just a fluke. Uh, when the song ended, he opened his eyes back up again. He knew. when I'm here to tell somebody in this place uh, on a Sunday morning. Uh, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know everything you face. Uh, I don't know every situation that's come against you, but the presence of God will sustain you. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Uh, his goodness and his mercy uh, are with you uh, when you walk through the valley, uh, when you face the enemy, uh, when you come up to the obstacle. The goodness of God will sustain you. Whatever you do, don't forget to rejoice in your trouble and trial. Whatever you do, don't lose the joy of the Holy Ghost. Uh, amen. I know that uh, sometimes they, they think we're crazy. We're Pentecostal. We like to get a little demonstrative. There's something good uh, about taking a moment in the middle of your trial and trouble uh, and just worshiping Him uh, and just magnifying His name. Uh, I know it doesn't make sense uh, to dance when death is knocking on the door. I know it doesn't make sense uh, to rejoice uh, whenever trouble and trial is everywhere you look. Uh, but I find in his presence a strength that I can't get anywhere else I find in his presence a refreshing on the inside that sustains me and keeps me every day presents a different challenge and every challenge demands a different kind of strength the strength I need today is different from the strength I'll need tomorrow the strength I need today is different from the strength I needed yesterday I want to be very clear about what I'm saying this morning. The strength that he will give you today is tailored to the day. That's what he said, as your days, so shall your strength be. Uh, amen. Whatever the day holds, uh, amen. Your strength holds what it needs to get through. Uh, whatever you encounter today, uh, amen. You've got the strength that you need uh, to make it. Uh, this is the promise. Uh, your strength will match your days. I've got a word from heaven this morning. I'm here to tell somebody that whatever the day brings you, his strength is going to be sufficient for you. Whatever you encounter in the coming hours of this day, whatever happens tomorrow and the day after the day after the day after that, as your days are, so shall your strength be. Whatever kind of strength this day requires, that's the kind of strength you're going to find in his presence. Amen. God's strength in your life is going to come to you in as many different varieties as the myriad of days that you're going to face. Amen. All the different days. Uh, and everyone is unique uh, but the strength that God gives you uh, is just as unique uh, as the day that you encounter uh, he's going to give you what you need uh, to make it through your present trial uh, he's going to give you what you need uh, to make it through your present circumstance and on any given day in any given situation the strength that he gives you is tailor made for the moment that you're in as your days are so shall your strength be. Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 16, For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by 
day. Paul said, I struggle daily and toil and trial. But even as my outward man grows weak and weary, even as my personal strength begins to fade, even as my eyes grow dim and, and, and everything around me, I begin to get weak on the outside and this physical man begins to falter. Even then, the inward man is renewed day by day. He gives me strength to match my day. He gives me strength to match my situation. He gives me strength to overcome where I am. The daily grind is relentless. The daily nature of the fight is constant. But Paul reminds us that God never ceases to renew us from the inside out. Uh, he always gives us the strength to carry on. I have a word for you this morning. I've got a word for a weary heart. I've got a word for somebody who's struggling to maintain your strength. I've got a word for somebody who's so tired you're not sure you can carry on. I've got a word for somebody that feels like you just might faint under the pressure. Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 29 said, He giveth power to the faint, and to them that had no might, he increaseth strength. God sent me to this pulpit on a Sunday morning to tell you he's going to give you strength to match your day. He's going to give you strength to match the situation you're in. You may be weary. Your strength may nearly be gone, but I've got a promise from God. Hang on. He's going to give you strength to match your day. Hang on. He's going to give you strength to minister to you right where you are. As your days are, so shall your strength be. I want to tell somebody in this house on a Sunday morning to lift up your heads to the hills uh, because that's where your help's coming from. Uh, the Lord God Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth, uh, amen, he stands beside you. Uh, he's walking with you through your trial. Uh, he's walking with you through your valley. Uh, he's walking with you through the situation. Uh, and he has promised uh, that he will give you the strength uh, that you need uh, to make it through the day. Uh, he has promised uh, that he'll give you the strength that you need uh, to overcome the obstacle and honey, his promise uh, is yea and amen. Uh, you can take it to the bank. Uh, you can count on it. Uh, if he said it, he'll do it. Amen. It is no challenge for God to give you the strength that you need to make it through. Amen. I, I may be the only one that's ever done it, but I've written a check before. Not, not sure whether or not my bank account could sustain the check. Amen. I know I'm all by myself over here. Y'all just pray for me. I've stepped out there before and I, I've committed to things I wasn't really sure whether or not I could deliver on. I'm going to tell you something. When God says it, you don't have to worry about it. Amen. You're never going to overdraw his ability. You're never going to overdraw his power. You're never going to overdraw his omnipotence. You're never going to overdraw his loving kindness. You're never going to overdraw his goodness and mercy and grace. Amen. If he said he'd give you strength to meet your day, honey, he's going to give you strength to meet your day. It's no challenge for him. The challenge lies in getting you to turn to him for the strength that you need. 
So let me tell you again, Psalm 46 and 1 say, God is our refuge and strength, a present help in time of trouble. I may not know what you're going through. I may not know what your day holds, but I do know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God is your refuge and strength. He'll help you when nobody else can. He'll strengthen you when nothing else will. He'll come alongside you and help you bear your heavy load. He'll walk with you every step of the way. He'll help you stand against the things that have come against you. It was at his weakest moment that Paul learned his most valuable lesson. 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 9. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Amen. You have two different voices there. The first is the voice of God saying, my grace is sufficient. My strength is made perfect in weakness. The second is the voice of Paul saying, all righty then, I'm going to glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ uh, may rest upon me. In the middle of my infirmity, uh, in the middle of my valley, uh, as a storm rages around me, Paul said uh, the power of Christ uh, rest upon me. Uh, that's what I'm inviting you to experience uh, on a Sunday morning. Uh, that blessed relief that comes uh, from casting all your cares uh, on the Lord. Uh, that peace that flows uh, from his presence. Uh, that peace that comes from knowing uh, that he's with you that strength that sustains you when nothing else will. Listen, my friend, his strength is made perfect in your weakness. I've got a promise for you. God's strength perfectly matches your weakness. His strength is made perfect in your weakness. That means no matter how weak you are, his strength is enough to carry you on. That means no matter how weary you become, His strength is enough to carry you through. That means that no matter what is going on, no matter how, how, how exhausted you may be in spirit and in body, His strength is enough to carry you through. I want to notice something, and I'm closing with this. The verse doesn't say, as your weeks are so shall your strength be. The verse doesn't say, as your years are, so shall your strength be. It says, as your days are, so shall your strength be. It's a, it's a standard of Scripture. Living for God has always been a daily pursuit. The manna in the wilderness fell from heaven every day except the Sabbath. And the meat from that day, that bread, was good for only a day, except on the day before the Sabbath. That day before the Sabbath was the only day you collected two days' worth of manna, and it kept through the Sabbath. But the principle that's in play here is that the meat for a day is good for only that day. And every single day, the children of Israel had to go out and gather a fresh supply and that life-giving bread. Because yesterday's manna was not good enough 
for today. Amen. Overnight, something happened to the manna, and it spoiled, uh, except on the Sabbath day. Overnight, uh, something happened to that heavenly bread, uh, and it went bad, and it was no longer good to eat, and it would no longer sustain them. And what the Lord was teaching Israel in that wilderness, uh, and what you and I need to learn every day of our lives, uh, is that living for Him uh, is a daily pursuit. Uh, You've got to go out every day uh, and get a hold of the strength that you need. Uh, you got to go out every day and stand before the throne of God uh, and invite him to work in your life. Uh, you got to go every day and stand before him and say, I need your help. Uh, I need your grace. Uh, I need you to give me strength for this day. Amen. Yesterday's strength will not get you through today's trouble. As your days are, so shall your strength be. Days pass away. Days come and they go. Every day is a brand new day. And God's promised that with each new day, he makes his mercy brand new. With every new day, he'll give you sufficient strength to make it through the day. Amen. Just like your days are, that's how your strength is. Amen. It's a new day. You need new strength. Amen. It's a new day. You need to go before the throne again. It's a new day. You need to stand in his presence again. You don't know what this day will bring. I was shocked. I was actually, Friday, I took the day off, taking my dad to the woods. We were going to turkey hunt Friday afternoon. I had picked him up, and we were just almost to that place where a phone call wouldn't have gotten through. And I got the phone call from Sister Anderson that they were taking Brother Anderson by by ambulance to the hospital. You don't know what today holds. You've got your plans. We're having a meal and a message this evening. Looking forward to that. We've got all of our plans laid out. But none of us knows what's going to happen in between now and then. But he knows what your day holds. And he's promised strength for the day. It's your job to go to his throne and get it. It's just like the man in the wilderness. You still got to get up. You still got to get out. You still got to lay a hold of it. Amen. You got to gather it up each day. If you want your daily dose of strength, then you need to daily seek his help. Uh, amen. If you want your daily dose of strength, uh, then you need to come before him daily. This is why Jesus told his disciples when he taught them to pray, Matthew 6 and 11, give us this day our daily bread. Not yesterday's bread and not tomorrow's bread. Uh, give us this day our daily bread. Uh, I come this morning uh, to invite you to draw from the daily well of his presence. Uh, I've come this morning to invite somebody to reach out and touch him. Uh, amen. And let him work in your life. He'll give you strength for the day. Why don't you stand with me? I'm going to ask the musicians to come. It's time to put yesterday behind you. And it's time to let tomorrow worry about itself. And it's time for just a few moments to approach the throne of heaven and let God give you the strength that he knows you need. See, you may need strength for something you don't know you need. All too often we come to his presence and we've got our prayer list. And we know what we need 
and that's all we seek. But honey, he knows what you need that you don't have any idea. He knows what's coming. He knows the storm that lies ahead. He knows the valley you're going to walk through. He knows. And today he yearns to pour out on you a blessing. Today he yearns to strengthen your soul. Today he yearns to give you strength to match the day. There will be strength for today and there will be strength for tomorrow and the day after the day after the day after that. He's never going to run out of strength. He's never going to run out of the ability to carry you through. But you've got to reach for it day after day. I feel the Holy Ghost in this house right now. I'm asking you to come to these altars. He's here right now and he's opened up his storehouse and he's invited you to come in. Come and get your strength. Come and find what you need to sustain you. Amen. For today. And don't forget, you're going to have to come back again tomorrow. And don't forget to seek his face on the day after the day after that. But I'm here to tell you today, no matter what you face, no matter what you're up against, no matter what's going on in your life, he will sustain you. He will give you the strength that you need to make it through this day. All you've got to do is ask. Why don't you come before him right now and ask him. Lord, it's me again. I need a little strength for the day. It's me again, Lord. I need some mercy and grace. It's me again, Lord. I need your help to make it through. It's me again, Lord. I need to lean on you. In Jesus' name.